1: What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Tuesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, May 25th, 2021. Your boy Q here. You can always hit me up on Twitter if you want. At your boy Q254. Definitely appreciate that. It's probably the easiest way to reach out to me. You could also hit us up on the Locked On Raider Podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Always get a lot of good feedback by way of the Lockdown On Raider Podcast voicemail line. And definitely appreciate that. Coming up on today's show, man, pretty excited about the show. Got a lot of good calls and texts for segment number three off that Locked On Raider Podcast voicemail line, including a very special call. Right off top. So the very first call of segment number three. You've got to hear it. A very exciting one. One I'm I'm just pumped up about and great to hear. So uh, that's coming up in segment number three. Segment number two, my guy, Brother Marquise, in a 305 rep in Miami one time, was actually texting back and forth with me on, uh, on over the weekend. And we were talking about, you know, multiple different things, talking Raiders. We were talking about Julio Jones. But also talking about, you know, the conversation that we've had multiple times on the show about players that and agents that include the Raiders name in every single conversation. I've been very adamant how I feel about it. I believe that the Raiders name is is a, a, attached to every single story cuz it makes it better, but Brother Marquise in the 305 Rep Miami, he kind of had another angle that he wanted to look at it. And so he he approached me with a question. And so I want to go ahead and throw it out there in segment number two and then speak on it. And we can compare and contrast and, you know, we can have our feelings on it. And, of course, Raider Nation, you're always free. Feel free to uh, chime in at, at 707-654-4693 and let us know your feelings on it. So that's coming up in segment number two. Here in segment number one, just news and the notes of the day, uh, everything collected from Monday. And there was a lot to get to from Monday. So let's go ahead and jump right into that. Off top, Raiders first-round draft pick Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle out of Alabama. He signed his deal, and I, I mentioned these deals being signed just so you know it's official because it, you, it's not back in the day when it was really difficult to get all these guys signed, and a lot of them held out, especially the first-round draft picks. It's not like that anymore. Now that they have the, their their contracts slotted, it's just a, a matter of of when, not if, you know. But either way you look at it, it's still a good sign that uh, the third phase of OTAs has not begun. It actually starts today, uh, and Alex Leatherwood, the first-round draft pick, is already signed. So now you got, what, the second-round pick, Trayvon Murray, got a TCU. You have a couple third-round picks. You have a couple other guys to get to, but not very many. And of course, they're going to make that happen. But the Raiders sent out a, a, a statement, an email on, uh, on Monday saying the Raiders have signed first round draft pick, tackle Axe Leatherwood. He was the team's top pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, being selected number 17 overall. Two-time national champion who played four seasons at Alabama 2017 through 2020. Over his career, he appeared in 48 games with 41 consecutive starts. So, either way you look at it, Alex Leatherwood, the guy that is expected to be the starting right tackle for the Raiders for not only this year but years to come, is is under contract. So, now he's ready to get to work. And, you know, again, that's the plan. As long as he is that right tackle and is that right tackle for the future, then that's a good pick. You know, regardless of where he got picked, regardless if I like it or you like it, wherever he got selected, if he can end up holding down and solidifying that right tackle position for years to come, then it's not even going to matter where he got uh, he got selected. So now he is officially under contract with the Silver and Black also, sticking along the offensive line, the Raiders signed offensive lineman Patrick Amame. Uh, they sent out an email about him as well, saying that they signed him. Six foot four, 327 pound offensive lineman rejoins the Silver and Black and enters his ninth season. In the NFL, uh, most recently spent portion of the 2021 season with the Raiders and the Chiefs. He was originally entered in the NFL as an undrafted free agent with the 49ers in 2013. He's also had time with Tampa Bay, Chicago, Jacksonville, the Giants, the Saints. His career totals include 88 games played with 58 starts. Last season, Amari saw action in six games with the Raiders, and he also appeared in one game with the Chiefs. 2019, he appeared in 14 games and made one start with the Saints. So he's back with the silver and black in 2021. I think he's going to be a guy that's more like a, a camp body. He's a guy that's going to go ahead and take some reps from everybody else. He's just going to kind of be a part of the rotation and maybe he'll stick around. Maybe he won't either way. He's in his ninth NFL season and it really hasn't done a whole lot so far. I mean, again, he's made 58 starts out of 88 games. So I mean, the guy is obviously a serviceable dude, but he's just not someone that they're going to rely on to be a stud and, and really hold down a certain position. So maybe 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 he'll hold it down. Maybe he'll be depth. Who knows? Either way, he's re-signed with the Raiders as of Monday. Next up, got to talk about Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones. And really, I feel like that's a a subject we've been talking about each and every day. And it's because, well, it's getting closer and closer to that June 1st date where uh, the Falcons could actually trade Julio Jones and get major, major salary cap relief. And so it's kind of like the anticipation is getting closer and closer. There's a lot of conversation based around Julio Jones and obviously a lot of conversation based around Aaron Rodgers. And as far as the Raiders are concerned, I think the conversation with Julio Jones is a lot more realistic than the conversation is around Aaron Rodgers, but on Undisputed on Fox Sports on TV, um, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless actually called Julio Jones on Monday, live on the air. And I'll tell you right now, disclaimer, I don't watch Undisputed. Skip Bayless is not my kind of guy. Shannon Sharp is not my kind of guy. I just don't get down like that. I don't like the tactics that they have. I don't like the way that they just try to throw stuff out there to get you to react. I just I have the stuff that they say I don't think that they even believe. But either way, with that being said, uh, Shannon Sharp pulled a, a OG move or, a, or whatever whatever he thought he was pulling, and he called Julio Jones. Now, I'll say right now, again, side note, I think that this was kind of a stage thing. I don't think it was... Just impromptu, like I'm going to pull out my phone and call Julio Jones and get him live on the air. I think that it was it was more set up, but again, that's just me. Maybe he did just call him because he felt like, well, I can. I'm just going to get him uh, on the show talking. So Shannon Sharp basically asked him, hey, man, do you want out of Atlanta? Are you going back to Atlanta? Do you want to be a Cowboy? I don't know how it led up to the Cowboys. Like, that was the specific team that they talked about. But here was Julio Jones. You'll hear Shannon Sharp. You'll hear Skip Bayless sounding all giddy like a little kid. But either way, here it is from Undisputed talking to Julio Jones, talking about returning to the Atlanta Falcons. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. About to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you. Man, look, you want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man,
2: nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out of there? He's
1: out. He's out of there. Oh. Are you going to? Ideally, where would you like to go?
2: Um, right now, I'm just, I want to win. Okay. Dallas. We don't go
1: to Dallas. If you go to, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, I, you,
2: already, you already, man, listen, come
0: on, man. You already know, I know. Okay. Can <laughs> you, you remind me of are on Television? Ask right me why now? I wore hey, the Dallas. How, listen,
1: sure.
2: listen. You know how people is, man, with
1: all that going right. on with the, the picture. Yeah. 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 And all that, stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Julio. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, Dawg. So there it was right there. Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, Julio Jones, Undisputed is the show. That's where you heard it right there. And you can hear Skip Bayless sounding like a schoolgirl. I mean, he was just tripping. Shannon Sharp was basically flexing his muscles. Like, yeah, I got, I got this contact. That's my family right here. I'm gonna get them on the show. So I don't know again, if it was real, if it was staged, whatever I, those shows all to me are staged. So I kind of leaned in that direction, but who knows? I mean, he did at the end. Tell him that they were live on the air. Uh, Either way you look at it, man, I mean, they're reacting to Julio Jones wearing a Cowboys sweatshirt. He also had a Seattle Seahawks sweatshirt on. Uh, He's also been working out with Derrick Henry from the Titans. So, I mean, you could read into it with all you want, but it's not about where Julio Jones wants to go because Julio Jones is under contract with the Atlanta Falcons. So, if they do move him, if they do trade him, it's not because where Julio wants to go. It's about who gives the best value and where do the Falcons get the best trade value from. And that could be any team. That could be any team that decides that they want to go ahead and try to get them. Now, uh, Benjamin Albright, you know, he covers the Broncos up in Denver. He's a really good uh, football insider. He tweeted out on Monday, the Ravens, the Raiders, and Colts were all interested in Julio before the draft. And then he said, not sure how the Raiders pull that off, but and then dot, dot, dot. So basically, letting it be known that he's not sure how the Raiders could pull it off, but he thinks that there's a chance. So who knows? I, I don't want to get, you know, Raider fans too uh, up in arms and think that, oh, yeah, there's a real good chance that Julio Jones is going to be in the silver and black. He very well could be. And and I said it before, I think there's a better chance that Julio Jones ends up a Raider than Aaron Rodgers does. But uh, e- either way you look at it, that was just a little bit of the sound from Undisputed with Julio Jones, Shannon Sharp, uh, Skip Bayless, obviously, there in the background. And just kind of whatever. So take it for what it is, but just know that this conversation is going to continue to grow and grow and grow until that June 1st, June 2nd, June 3rd, and until something happens. What I'll say from that soundbite is that he definitely realizes that he's on his way out of Atlanta. And so that's kind of one of those situations that is a no-brainer at this point. He's going to be on his way out. The question is, where will he land? And real quick, before I get into segment number two of today's Lockdown Raiders podcast, I wanted to share a tweet that I got from Donnie, at Donnie Vate. That's at Donnie, V-E-I-T. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. He said, hey, as far as Julio Jones, to me, going to get Julio would be a major statement from Gruden. How bad does he want to win now? A second round pick may be something else to go get a guy who instantly makes our offense elite. Pick your poison on who to guard. Julio Waller, Drake, Jacobs, Ruggs, make the move, win now. That's from Donnie on Twitter. And yeah, I, I agree. And again, I, I said it the other day that it would be a, a, a huge upgrade for that offense. Julio would be immediately the number one wide receiver. Not, maybe not the number one player because you still have Darren Waller. And like you mentioned, you have Kenyon Drake. You have Josh Jacobs. You have Henry Ruggs that you hope can develop. You have Brian Edwards that's sitting there. You have Hunter Renfro. I mean, you have a really good offense, but Julio Jones would be the number one wide receiver immediately. I don't know how comfortable I am giving up a second round draft pick. And I know some people, like you said, are, Hey, well, what about it? Who cares? Just go win now. And I get that. And I want to be aggressive, but I also think that giving up a second round draft pick for a 32 year old wide receiver might not be the smartest business move. Now, if you go and give up a third round pick, a fifth round pick, or a third round pick and a player fine. So be it. I I just, I I think the starting point has got to be the third round pick, not the second round pick. But again, That's just me. So uh, thank you for that. I just wanted to kind of update you on the situation going on with current Falcons wide receiver julio jones coming up in segment number two gonna talk about the conversation that myself and brother marquise and the 305 rep miami one time had over the weekend by way of text talking about players naming the raiders as their key destination so that's coming up in segment number two before we get into that though i do want to tell you about a couple great sponsors here on the lockdown raider podcast and the first one is BetOnline.ag. they're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sporting action Baseball season is in full effect. How about NBA? The playoffs are going on. NHL, UFC, MMA. All that is going on right now. So before the next pitch, before the next bucket, the goal, the next knockout, head on over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Get off the sidelines. Get into the action. Again, head over to the website using your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Now, I'm sure you're saying, well, how do you get that 50% welcome bonus? BetOnline.ag, you got to use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's how you're going to get it. BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON will get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook experts. I also want to tell you about something that I tell you about all the time, which is Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar's got a lot of amazing flavors. They're focusing in on those nine flavors, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Right now, for a limited time, you can get birthday cake with sprinkles if you go to the website, BiltBar.com. That's just one of those limited edition type flavors. They have those all the time. But right now, the nine flavors that I ran off to you, those are the ones they're focused in on. There's a flavor for everybody. And if you're not sure which one is yours, Well, you can get two of each if you get the mixed box. That'll get you 18 bars. Again, two of each of the nine flavors that I mentioned. Great taste of protein bar. Really good for you. 100% 100% covered in chocolate. You can put them in the in the fridge like I do, like to get a little chill. Or you can take it and eat it right out the pantry. It does not matter. Whatever you prefer and however many you prefer to eat at a time. BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCK15 when you decide to check out. You'll save 15% off your order just like that. So not only are we going to get you hooked up with a great taste of protein bar, something that's good for you and tastes great, but we're also going to help you save money at the same time. So BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order just like that builtbar.com segment number two it's up next
0: your locked on raiders your daily podcast on the las vegas raiders part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
1: all right, Raider Nation, here we are. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to share a conversation that myself and brother Marquise in the 305 rep Miami one time. We had this conversation by way of text message over the weekend just talking about players naming the Raiders as their destination. And anyone who's been listening to the show for quite a while knows that I always say, look, it's always sexier when the Raiders name is involved. It doesn't matter if it's really a real deal thing or not. And this is just my opinion, that it's always better and it's more juicy and Of course, Raider Nation is going to flock to it. And, of course, it's going to get people hot and bothered. And, you know, it's just – it's an easy selling point. It's an easy conversation when you say, oh, this player – say Aaron Rodgers is interested in going to the Raiders, or Russell Wilson is interested in going to the Raiders, or Julio Jones wants to go to the Raiders. Any Anybody that you say is out there, especially with a big name, and you want to associate them with the Raiders, you can. Also, it's easy to associate quarterbacks with the Raiders, because we all know that John Gruden loves the Raiders. So My my biggest conversation piece has been, like, don't believe everything you read, don't believe everything you hear, because a lot of times, these players' names are just lumped in with the Raiders, even though they might not really have an interest in going to the team. They might not really want to be there. I believe a lot of time the agent does that just to kind of make the price of the player go up, especially if it's in free agency. I just, I mean, there's a lot of factors that I think are played uh, into this conversation that is not just because the player really wants to be a member of the silver and black. But either way you look at it, man, I'm always willing to listen to conversations. So over the weekend, myself and brother Marquise in the 305, we were going back and forth on Julio Jones, just talking about, you know, would you want him? And he thought I really didn't want the Raiders to go out and make a move for him, which I had no problem with. I just don't think that they should give up the farm for him. Again, he's 32, coming off a season where he only played nine games. And I'm not saying that that's what he's going to be consistently moving forward, but... At the same time, father time is undefeated, and you know if you start to start to drop off a little bit, usually you continue to drop off. So I wouldn't want the Raiders to give up a second-round pick or a first-round pick, and he only ends up playing eight games. That would be a, a waste of a pick, in my opinion. But either way, this is not what this segment, is, this conversation is about. This started talking about players naming the Raiders as destinations. So uh, Brother Marquise in the 305 Rep Miami, he he's texted this to me. Food for thought. Is John Gruden and Derek Carr similar in the sense that Raider Nation appreciates them far less than football people across the league? And he says, I say this because Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, two Hall of Famers, both named us as desirable destination. I don't buy the the just-the-name Raiders theory. Is it possible that quarterbacks like those appreciate Gruden's system and perceive coaching more than the Raider fans themselves? Very similar to Carr and how good ball guys like him much more than a lot of the nation. Again, that's from Brother Marquise in the 305. Uh, That was just something that we were talking about over the weekend. I said, you know, it's a... I mean, that's a possibility, but uh, again, I'll go back to the fact that I do think that naming the Raiders is just the easy thing. And if you go back over the course of history, you'll see how many times the Raiders name is involved in every single conversation, every single transaction, every single player that becomes available, every single player that's a free agent. It always ends up Raiders, 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 Raiders. Some of it I'm sure is real. I believe, and I'll go to my grave and believe, that a lot of it has to do with the agents as well, using the Raiders' name as something that's going to just kind of drive the asking price up for some of these players. Now, to Brother Marquise's point, could players across the league, especially quarterbacks in the league like Rodgers and Wilson, look at John Gruden and what he does offensively and say, hey, I wouldn't mind playing in that system? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, you think about this, a guy who's an offensive minor head coach, a guy that is going to build up the offensive line so they make sure they protect their quarterback, a guy that wants to have a really good run game, and a guy who's willing to put some weapons around the quarterback to, to make him good. Yeah, I think every quarterback would love to have that. You know, I think every quarterback would look at that. Think about Aaron Rodgers, how Green Bay has not given him any kind of weapons, and their offensive line has been, oh, it's been okay, but it hasn't been great. Their running game has been, well, it's been okay with uh, Aaron Jones. But before that, I mean, really, they haven't had a dominant run game. So, yeah, everything that John Gruden is, which is mainly an offensive-minded guy where he's not really focused on the defense, of course that's going to appeal to quarterbacks who want to go ahead and put up the big numbers, who want to go and score a lot of points. But there's other things, other factors that go into it. So, yeah, I can see that. But I could also see guys like Aaron Rodgers who really desperately want another Super Bowl that not necessarily want to go to the Raiders because do they look at the Raiders and say they're a Super Bowl winning team or there's a team that's contending for the Super Bowl right now? That's where my, my conversation comes in. That's where I say, OK, how much of this is real and how much of this is just, uh, you know, agent speak? Because again, when Aaron Rodgers is, is available, which he's not available right now, but he's getting older and I know he didn't show up to, you know, OTAs. I get that, but he's getting older and you're you're judged off of wins, you're judged off of Super Bowls, you're judged off of what you do. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, yeah, but does he want to be the Hall of Famer that only has one ring, knowing how damn good he was? No, of course not. Does Russell Wilson want to end his career with one ring? No, and I know that they both probably have plenty of years left under their belt, but I'm sure Russell Wilson looks at what Pete Carroll's got going on in Seattle and say, you know what, they're not really doing a whole lot around the quarterback situation. So, yeah, I mean, I can see where quarterbacks would want to go and and play for a guy like John Gruden. And of course they're gonna respect him as a football mind. That's the one thing. A lot of fans, and this is to Brother Marquise's point where he says a lot of Raider Nation don't appreciate Gruden and Derek Carr, but a lot of uh, you know, a lot of the players across the league, they look at John Gruden and, and they they love his football mind, his football energy, the way that he loves football. Every single player that I've ever interviewed that has played for John Gruden always says he, I love the way that he loves football. He just loves football. He wants to go out there, and he wants to win. Now, is he consistently putting a winner out there on the field? No, but everyone knows to a T that talks to John Gruden that he definitely wants to win games, and wants the team to be the very best team that they could possibly be. So I could, yeah, he's definitely a a coach that players are going to want to play for. I believe Antonio Brown wanted to play for him. I really do. I just think that Antonio Brown thought he was going to get into the Raiders organization and get squirrely. And when he saw that it wasn't going to work, especially because Mike Mayock wasn't going to let it happen, then that's when he really, you know, got out of pocket. But I think that he wanted to play uh, for John Gruden. Just because, again, he's a guy that they could sit down and they could talk ball and just go. And you can see, you know, even in Hard Knocks, that John Gruden was just, he wasn't really about the drama. He's just like, man, we just want you to go out there and play. We just want you to go out there and play ball. You could talk to me. I just want you to go out there and play ball. And I think he had big thoughts and, and hopes and aspirations for A.B. And it just clearly did not work out. So players... Definitely want to play for John Gruden. You know, there was a lot of, when John Gruden returned to the sideline, he said there's a lot of people that want to play for the Raiders. A lot of players that want to play. And everyone kind of just laughed at him. It was like, oh, what a joke. People don't want to go play for the Raiders. They're a losing organization. But you see when they want to be active in free agency, they can. They can go get guys and guys are excited about it. And, you know, even though I know every free agent doesn't work out, a lot of them still are excited about the opportunity to go play for the Silver and Black. Uh, you heard what Unique Ngakwe said earlier this offseason once the Raiders acquired him. He's like, man, you know, the Raiders are a place that we've been talking for a while. Uh, kind of had that conversation last year before I got traded to, to Minnesota and thought that I was going to end up there, and I didn't. But now I'm here, so it's all good, you know, and I could, and I could see clearly that Unique Ngakwe has really been uh been having a good time as a member of the Raiders and they haven't even done anything yet. But you could just see even looking at him on Twitter that he's he's excited to be a member of the Silver and Black. He's excited to be back with Gus Bradley. Um, I, I think that the league definitely looks at the Raiders. And when I say the league, I mean players across the league. They definitely look at the Raiders differently than fans that, you know, fans bleed silver and black. They're so passionate, so fired up, so want the team to be winners and feel like they get let down all the time. So, of course, you know, Raider Nation is going to be down on the coach or on the quarterback at times because it's just different, you know. But I think players across the league definitely realize that John Gruden's a good football mind. Does he have the moxie? Does he have the skins on the wall to be able to get them over the top? Well, that's the question that he's got to answer. But he clearly is a good football mind and a guy who who lives, breathes, Uh, sleeps and dies, you know, football. I mean, that's all it is. It's all football with him. And so, yeah, there's going to be players across the league that definitely appreciate that. So I think that we're kind of on the same page. I I definitely believe that there's some of that to what Brother Marquise is saying, that there's players that want to be there uh, because of John Gruden and and love the system that he's in. And those are mainly offensive guys. But I also believe, and I'll go to my grave, like I mentioned before at the very beginning of this segment, that there's definitely... Players that will throw the Raiders name in there, especially while the the conversation around Derek Carr is there and, and people want to, especially national, want to say that Derek Carr is not a fit and that John Gruden doesn't like Derek Carr and, you know, all that other BS that we hear all the time. So if there's a quarterback available, of course, everyone's going to lump in the Raiders because nobody believes that Derek Carr is a guy. But yet John Gruden's had multiple times to get rid of Derek Carr and he hasn't. He's had multiple opportunities to go out and get different quarterbacks, and he hasn't. He's had different opportunities to go draft quarterbacks, and he hasn't. He's stuck with Derek Carr the whole four years so far that he's been back with the Silver and Blacks. So uh, I'm not buying that either, that that he's not a fan of the guy. If he wasn't a fan of the guy, he would have been moved on, just like every other player that was there when he got there that is now gone. I mean, the roster has been totally flipped upside down, but yet Derek Carr still remains. So uh, I, I will not believe that that uh, John Gruden is not a fan of Derek Carr. Now, there's things that he wants him to do better, no doubt about it. That's no question at all. He wants him to continue to improve, but each and every year, it seems like he's improved on something, some part of the game, some part of John Gruden's offense that he wants Derek Carr's improved on each and every year. Can he take the next step? in 2021? That'll be the big question. So we'd love to hear from you. What do you think? What are your thoughts on players naming the Raiders as destinations? Do you think that they have more respect for John Gruden and the Raiders organization than sometimes the fan base does? And and obviously the national media does. Let me know. 707-654-4693. Your calls and texts are coming up next in the sec. Your calls and texts are coming up next here on the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Before I get into that, though, I do want to tell you about RockAuto.com. been telling you about them for a very, very long time. They are a family business. They've been serving auto part customers online for over 20 years. What you got to do is go to RockAuto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, and they've got everything. Engine control parts, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. You need it, they got it. It doesn't matter if your car is a classic or a daily driver. Everything you need is a few easy clicks away, and the parts are delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com catalog is unique. It's super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. You choose the brands. You choose the specifications. And most importantly, you choose the prices you prefer. That's right. The prices at rockauto.com are super low and the same for professionals as it is for do-it-yourselfers. So there's no reason to spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Right now, go to rockauto.com. Check out the parts available for your car or truck. While you're there, write Locked On Raiders podcast. That's how they know that I sent you and that I'm doing my job. Great selection. Great low prices. All the parts your car is ever going to need is at rockauto.com. Segment number three and a very, very special call to lead things off is up next here on the Locked On Raiders podcast.
0: Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day.
1: Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Lockdown Raiders podcast. Your time for calls and texts straight off that Lockdown Raider podcast. Voicemail line 707-654-4693 is the number. We're going to start things off with a call. It's short but sweet. And the reason it's short but sweet is because it's from a guy that we've talked about on the podcast for quite a while. I don't think I've updated his status in a while, but he's calling in, which should tell you all that you need to know. Here he is, Obi-Wan Raider calling in to pass on a message to Raider Nation.
0: Hey Hugh, how you doing, brother? All we want Raider here. Well, I'm still in the hospital, not back to work yet, not back to my family yet, but I've been listening to the podcast. I'm to thank everyone for their prayers, and hopefully within the next two weeks or so, I'll be able to leave the hospital and go back to my family. Thank you guys all for your prayers. I appreciate them 100%. I love you all. When loser tie, Raider Nation till we die. Peace.
1: There he is right there. A call from Obi Wan Raider. He said he's still in the hospital, but I mean clearly if he's calling uh, he's doing. He's doing a lot better than he was. So uh, definitely uh, happy about that. Great to hear from him. And uh, said a couple of weeks away, possibly he can go home and be back with his family, and that'd be great. And I I know that his you know wife sends us updates every once in a while on uh, Twitter or or uh, you know the Lockdown Raider Podcast voicemail line just to let us know how he's doing and just to hear him progressing and getting better and better and better. That is great news. And uh, you know we like to say that God is good all the time. Uh, yeah, absolutely, because uh, that that is just. Uh, that's a testament right there to, you know, his his uh, his love and affection for each and every one of us that he's, uh, you know, really working with Obi and uh, helping them bring him around through uh, everything that he's been going through. So shout out to Obi-Wan Raider. And, uh, yeah, that, that's really cool to just to hear him uh, start things off today, just talking about, you know, getting back and hopefully getting back with his family. So definitely appreciate that. Next up is a text from Grump-Ass Mexican. He says, Q, Grump-Ass Mexican here. Man, great shows. You've been killing it. Like always, keep it up. Hope you do have the time to join Vinny. So we were talking about Julio in the group chat and what would it take to get him and why would you get him? Then I said this. You know what? What I want the Raiders to do, if we're going to go after Julio Jones and going to give up picks then end up paying a pretty penny for Julio, why not go after Adams? Call the Packers and say what it will take to get him. Then you trade for him, sign him to a bigger contract. I mean, he's younger, faster, maybe better. So what if you're giving up a first or a second round pick? If we really want to plan to be winners, then those picks will be later in the first round, right? What do you think, Q? God bless you and your family. Stay safe. Keep doing what you do. And to the only nation, stay safe and stay blessed. Go Raiders. That's from Grumpass Mexican. Thank you for that text. And in theory, it sounds great. Yeah, why not go get a younger, faster, stronger dude, a guy who's going to be able to, you know, be a, a real deal player for the Raiders for a longer time. The problem is the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers aren't just going to let him go because Aaron Rodgers is talking about getting out of Green Bay. Uh, Matter of fact, the Packers are going to say, well, what all do we have to hold on to? If they do move on from Aaron Rodgers, then who is Jordan Love going to be throwing the rock to? They're not letting Devontae Adams out of Green Bay. Not anytime soon. And I know when he becomes a free agent after the year, then he has a choice of where he goes. He doesn't have a choice if they put the franchise tag on him. If they put the franchise tag on him, he's not going anywhere unless the team decides that they're going to go ahead and not only trade for him, but they're going to give up an extra pick because the franchise tag and then they're going to give him a big time deal as well. I just don't see that happening. I think Devontae Adams is too good of a player. I don't think the Packers are going to be willing to let him go. And honestly, I don't think the Falcons really want to let Julio Jones go, except for the fact that his contract is so so high right now and apparently according to reports he asked for a trade back in march and that's when the falcons started listening to to trade offers for him and you know there's a lot of situations that go into julio jones in atlanta again he's 32 years old he's asked for a raise almost every single year and he only played in nine games in 2020 devontae adams is a different beast so i don't i don't think you get him out of green bay anytime soon i get your point in theory great point i just don't think it's realistic so thanks so much for that text appreciate you Next up got a call from JP in the 209. He's calling to talk about David Irving from a cannabis enthusiast standpoint. Yep, here he is, JP in the 209. Yo,
0: what's up, Q? You? It's your boy JP from the 209. Just wanted to call in and talk about uh David Irving and all this talk about how he loves weed and all this stuff. Hey man. <laughs> By no means am I trying to back this guy up, man. This guy is at fault 100%. He's an idiot. Um, But I will say, um, as a cannabis enthusiast, it's not the weed that's stopping him. Let's just put that to a stop. It's not the cannabis that is stopping him from playing ball. It's himself. It's his mindset. You, I can't tell you how many athletes out there smoke cannabis and are responsible. Just like how people drink a glass of wine. There's athletes that drink a glass of wine. There's athletes that drink a beer after a game, probably. But that's, you know, they're not letting that get to them. You know, you can smoke cannabis and be responsible and still be a high-performing athlete. So all this talk about, oh, cannabis is messing him up. He loves cannabis. Yeah, maybe he does love cannabis, but just because he loves cannabis doesn't mean you can't perform at a high level and be a, a responsible athlete. This guy just got the wrong mindset and you know, he's not there yet, man. But uh go Raiders, love love the podcast. Keep doing youtube Appreciate it. Take care.
1: There he goes. That's JP in the two oh nine. Thank you so much for that call, my man. And no, you're hundred percent right. It's not the cannabis in theory, that's the problem. It's David Irving. It all goes back to him. But the problem is that what everyone's talking about is that he puts cannabis in front of Football And he puts cannabis in front of everything. I mean, he cares about the weed. He doesn't care about the play on the field. He doesn't care about the player he could be. And this dude's got so much athleticism. I hate that I go back to it all the time, but he could be so stinking good if he really wanted to. And that drives me crazy, man. And I've said it so many times on the show. I've said it so many times in real life. I hate people that have so much ability and they won't use it. Like, you have to try to push them and push them and push them and make them want it. Like, I shouldn't want it more than you do, and I shouldn't want it more than you do for you. If anything, I should want something for me, not for you, but that's just what happens. And it seems like Rob Marinelli, he wants it for David Irving more than David Irving wants it for him. It seems like John Gruden wants it for David Irving more than David Irving wants it. I feel like Gus Bradley wants it for more for David Irving than David Irving does, and that's a problem. That should never be the case. David Irving should want it more than anybody on this earth. But instead, David Irving's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to talk about being really good. I'm going to go on JT's show and talk about being really good, and then I'm not. I'm not even going to show up to offseason workouts that are, yes, they're voluntary, but for a guy that's you know right there facing my third strike, basically, I'm almost out of the league. I should probably do a little bit more work and prove that I am the guy. No, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to chill. I hate that. That drives me crazy. One of my biggest pet peeves is people that have all the ability in the world and refuse to use it. It just doesn't make any kind of sense. But it does, and it happens all the time. So thank you for that call, my man. Definitely appreciate you. Next up is a text from Javi in the 407. He says, hey Q, I'm Raider Javi from the 407. Kind of a new booty, even though I've been listening for close to a year now and enjoy the show every morning on the way to work. I've communicated with you through Twitter, but this is my first time texting. Here's my question. Julio Jones says he's out of there in regards to return to Atlanta and has no interest in going to Dallas but wants to win. Does that take us out of the picture, or do you think he'll see us as a close enough to win? That's from Javi in the 407, or Raider Javi in the 407. And Thank you for that text. I'll tell you this. Julio Jones could say that he wants to go to a winner. Julio Jones could say he wants to go to Green Bay. He could say he wants to go to San Francisco, Denver, the Raiders. He could say he wants to go to any team in the league, but he is under contract. So ultimately it's not up to him. He's not a free agent. So wherever Atlanta finds that he's going to go is where he's going to go. Atlanta could say, Hey, we're going to trade you to the Buffalo bills and I'm just throwing them out there. And then that's where he ends up. And I know that he can throw a fit and say, no, he doesn't want to go there. And I don't know his whole contract status, but my belief is that he's going to go wherever Atlanta decides that they're going to trade him to. So, he might want to go and win as much as, as, as possible. It doesn't really matter. It's going to be up to wherever they decide to trade him and who gives the most capital, where Atlanta could benefit the most. Now, with that being said, as far as the Raiders are concerned, I think Julio Jones on the Raiders makes the Raiders that much closer to winning. I really do. I think that that all of a sudden puts their offense up there as one of the better offenses in the AFC West, and and even in the AFC. You think about all the weapons that they would have if they acquired Julio Jones, I mean, you got Darren Waller, Julio Jones, Henry Ruggs, you got Hunter Renfro, you got Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake in the backfield, I mean, you got so many, you got Brian Edwards as another wide receiver, of course, Derek Carr, you have the offensive line, I mean, there's really, I mean, pick your poison, you know, where do you want to get killed from, And, and there's so many different opportunities, and you wouldn't be able to shade over and double anybody, so it would be a really, really, really good offense in my opinion if Julio Jones was added to the mix. It's just, again, depending on what Atlanta wants to do, And if they're going to be able to make that move, because uh, with a no trade clause, Julio Jones really doesn't have a say in where he wants to go. So thank you so much for that text, my man. Definitely appreciate you. And of course, the closer and closer it gets to that June 1st date, the more interesting this whole scenario is going to get. One more call before we wrap up shop for today's show. Raider Dot in the 510. He's calling to talk about the country starting to open back up and is very excited about this upcoming football season to let it be shown how big Raider Nation is and how they get down. Here he is, Raider Dot in the five one oh.
0: What's going on? Q
2: is Raider Dot calling in, checking in, listening to the podcast. Um this past weekend, just watching this NBA playoffs, the excitement with the fans and just everybody going crazy is the country slowly slowly opening back up just got me so ready for this season, man. It's like it's like We got Raiders that are new to the team that haven't even experienced that Raider experience. Now, nothing is like the Coliseum. We all know that. But this Vegas, like, they are about to see the nation show up. They're just watching the playoffs this weekend. These NBA playoffs just got me ready. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, I'm pretty sure the rest of the nation feel the same way. They just can't wait. And, um, Something else I just want to hear. Uh, whoever Jazzy Jeff is, the guy that be calling in, dropping the, uh, dropping the intel. Yeah, Q, he is the plug. Whoever he is, he is the plug. Tap into him whenever he, whenever he takes a call, you tap in, because he is the plug. He most definitely knows somebody. Anyway, man, keep doing your thing. It's all good. Holler, at your boy.
1: There he goes. That's Raider and in 510. Appreciate the call, my man. And yeah, man, with Vegas opening back up to 100% June 1st, I'm excited about the opportunities that that's going to present. I mean, the city is going to be electric when they can get into Allegiant Stadium. The city's already electric right now with the Vegas Golden Knights doing what they're doing. Uh, playoff hockey is great, but that whole city is going to be popping. It opened up to, what, 85% in in May, and then June 1st is going to be 100%. So things are going to be on and popping, and it's going to be great to get Raider Nation there at Allegiant Stadium and really just uh, you know, just have their have their fun there, man. Enjoy that big, beautiful stadium. Again, I was there, and I, I saw that Sunday night football game against the Kansas City Chiefs, and it was so weird. It's so strange being in there with nobody. There was no fans, and you're just looking at the stadium. It's beautiful, but it's so quiet. You can hear the players across the, the field yelling at the players on the field. That'll never happen once the fans get in there, man. That place is going to be packed to the gills. It's going to be loud. You're going to be able to hear Raider Nation from the strip. You know what I mean? Like, think about this. There's going to be people walking up and down the strip, going in, doing whatever they're doing, going to clubs, going to casinos, whatever they're doing, and they're going to hear the roar of Raider Nation when Darren Waller scores a touchdown or Josh Jacobs rumbles to the end zone. Just think about it. You're just going to hear the, ah, <sighs> ah, <sighs> from the strip. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be absolutely amazing and something I cannot wait to witness myself. So thank you, Raider Dot. And I got to end the show on that because you got me fired up now. I'm going to be yelling. I'm going to be running through the house now talking about touchdown Raiders like I'm Greg Papa or something. I'm going to be all fired up. So, yeah, I better not do that. Well, I mean, I could do that. I'm sure the family wouldn't mind. They, they're they kind of used to that anyway. I'm the loudest dude in the building. So, anyway, it is what it is, man. Definitely appreciate the call, uh, you mentioned Jazzy in the Bay. Yeah, he's definitely the plug, man. We got to we gotta keep him tight, man, because everything he's been saying has been spot on. So that's going to do it for today's show. Appreciate all the feedback uh, on the on the text line and the uh, Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line at 707-654-4693. Obi-Wan Raider, it was great to hear from you. Definitely appreciate that. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, man. We'll have more uh, news and notes of the day. We'll have more calls and texts throughout that Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line. And we'll continue to have more conversation here Because that's what we do. So until then, Raider Nation, stay safe. Do what you got to do, man. Uh, Love on your family. Take care of one another. And most importantly, as always, just win, baby.